0: As I am sure most of you have heard, last week Archbishop Salvador Cordellione of San Francisco wrote a letter letter to Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi telling her not to present herself for communion in the future when and if she comes to Mass. I commend the Archbishop for his courage, his faithfulness, and especially for his patience Patience. His incredible patience. He's tried for years to persuade Pelosi to embrace the teaching of the Church on abortion and on a host of other moral issues, but she's turned a deaf ear to all of it. The fact is she couldn't care less about what the church teaches about the issues of the day, unless she can use that information for political gain. In effect she openly and publicly and proudly rejects the church's teaching. Most all of it. Probably a quarter of it. I base that assertion on the fact that the Catechism has four sections, one of which concerns morality. My personal hope is that in the future, other bishops will follow Archbishop cordeleoni's example, beginning with the bishop down in Delaware. These public figures, you know, my brothers and sisters, they make a mockery out of the Catholic faith. And then they have the audacity to claim that they're devout Catholics. And the people in the secular media, for the most part, feed it. Let them get away with it. As I've said before, to most people in the secular media nowadays, the only good Catholic is a bad Catholic. Why do I mention this this morning, just to rail against Ms. Pelosi? No, it's because of today's first reading. There we hear about St. Paul's departure from the city of Ephesus, a place where he had ministered to people for three years. He was with the Ephesians, Ephesians longer than he was with any other group of people during his missionary journeys, which explains, at least in part, why they were so tearful when he left. But before he goes, he gives them a very clear warning. Specifically, he gives a warning to the presbyters, the priests, telling them what they can expect when they continue to shepherd the flock after he leaves. He says, I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come among you, and they will not spare the flock. And from your own group, men will come forward perverting the truth to draw disciples away after them. So be vigilant. And remember, for three years, night and day, I unceasingly admonished each of you with tears. Notice that line. And from your own group, Men will come forward, converting the truth to draw disciples away after them. St. Paul knew. St. Paul knew that in the future the Church of Ephesus would experience opposition. And it would come from two places. From without, from the outside, from people like the Romans, the pagans, the others. But also he knew that it would come from within. From people who claim to be members of the Church but aren't which means that St. Paul would not be at all surprised at what's going on in our country right now, with public figures who say they're Catholic and who publicly oppose the moral truth the Church teaches. The latter, that is to say, those who oppose the Church from within, are far more dangerous than those who attack her from the outside. That's because, generally speaking, Christians are more easily corrupted by those who claim to share their faith, but don't. St. Paul knew that. Archbishop Portiglione knows that. Hopefully so do we.